Uh, Pima County Sheriff Mark Napier has been hearing the conversation and listening to it. He wants to talk about this checkpoint and other stuff. Sheriff, how you doing, man? Uh, good. We've taken a surreal turn, haven't we? Oh, what is happening, man? I, I think that the uh, the board is taking a more activist posture, and I, I really think they need to just take a deep breath and think about the path that we're on and where that eventually ends for our county. is not a safer county. It's not the kind of county that the majority of, of our citizens want. And, and we're really denying some very pronounced threats to our safety, and that's the transnational crime threat coming up from the border. Clearly, Border Patrol is interested in immigration enforcement, but they're also thwarting all forms of transnational crime, drug trafficking, human trafficking. I just went to a community group that's trying to prevent sex trafficking last night. Well, we know that some portion of that comes up from the border, so we're once again going to weaken our ability to interdict that kind of thing. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, does Chuck Huckleberry now issuing that memo, all of a sudden, you know, saying we haven't checked the permits since 2009 of what's going on at the Border Patrol and we can make them do whatever we want at that checkpoint. If they don't, we'll just say get out of here. Is, Is he all of a sudden... Affected by the Trump election derangement syndrome? What's up with him? You know, I hate to, uh, and people crash their car to defend Huckleberry on this. He, he acts at the bequest of the Board of Supervisors. So I don't think this is Chuck Huckleberry making a decision on his own uh, to do this. And um, he's, he's acting at the bequest of the board. And uh, I don't know where his mind is exactly on this. I have a meeting with him tomorrow. But I find it to be much more reasonable than I think a lot of people would imagine. But, but this is just a, an unbelievable turn. We have a great partner. Law enforcement has a great partner in the Border Patrol. They're there for a reason. They're not just randomly deploying resources. They're there for a reason and because they've recognized that's a vulnerability out in that Travaca corridor because it's right next to the Tonawatham Reservation. They can't deploy resources on the reservation, so they have to be close to that because we know that's a major trafficking corridor. Yeah. Yeah. And it only makes sense to have those resources there because it do, does keep us safe. We just talked about the opiate crisis. I mean, we have people dying every day in our state from opiate addiction, and we want to thwart our ability to deter and interdict opiates coming up from the border. It just makes no sense. And and, and this is Pima County Sheriff Mark Napier on KNST AIM 790. So besides, you know, uh, weed and, you know, meth, whatever, there you know, we have these crazy addictive, and who knows if they're coming from China or not, these crazy drugs that are coming up, and they're coming up through Mexico, across our border, across our southern border? We know that some portion of those are coming up from the border, um, and they're easily concealed in vehicles, and that's why these checkpoints make sense, because we are able to deter that type of activity. If we can channel it out into the deserts, it's easier to interdict than it is on a highway, obviously, because there's hundreds of cars on the highway. Uh, We just need to, to be more sensible in this. And the issue of human trafficking, even the issue of migrants and trunks of cars and other inhumane treatment of the people that these people purport to care about that we would not want to prevent that activity come on i have a i have a christian heart man i mean i I do feel for these undocumented people that are making desperate decisions too many of them are dying too many of them are being victimized and we've got to interdict on the behalf of a human rights issue here also i mean it it just makes no sense to me they're trying now to thwart the authority of the border patrol they're already trying to thwart my authority as a sheriff of this county and the acceptance of grants to keep us safe the overreach just needs to stop. We need to take a breath and um, think more rationally and think about what the public really wants us to be doing. Is there anything that can happen? I mean, I had Allie Miller on the show earlier. She said maybe the governor should get involved uh, and find out, you know, and I guess do something. Or is this, these are elected individuals, Dick Elias, Sharon Bronson, Ramon Valadez, where 
you know, it's them just running kind of hog wild here. There's nothing that can be done to stop them. Well, um, the fact is I'm an elected official. Yeah. And in, in that elected official, I have constitutional and statutory authorities. Um, I don't want them to trample on those things because that, that could become a, a larger issue uh, that transcends this sheriff's department to all sheriff's departments about how much influence and political meddling another elected body can have on another elected official. This is a serious issue. Yeah, are, are they trampling Michael, on your constitutional rights? Are, are they, are they we're, overstepping? We're, we're getting really close here, uh, Garrett. And, and my goal has always been, and you know me, I'm so reasonable, I, I kick you off at times. Yeah, it bothers me, I man. Would so, I would so much rather work with the board to move things forward in a cooperative way than to be at, at war with them. It makes no sense. It's not good for our county. It's not good for our people. Let's work together, even though we may disagree about things. Let's find areas of agreement and work on those things. I don't want to be at loggerheads with the Board of Supervisors. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, but do, you know, so, do, do you think that they are at loggerheads with you? Like, they don't care. I mean, they don't want to even work with you. They're trying to stop things that you want done. Well, again, I have certain statutory and constitutional authority that I will not allow to be trampled upon. Um, you know, if we have to go down that route, we'll go down that route. But I, I think maybe at some point... I'd like to believe that they're good people in their hearts and, and they have convictions and they do care about the people of Pima County and that we'll find a way to work together. That's always what I've wanted to do. Yeah, that's what you want, because but how, how, honestly, can you, how can you think that, though, when I, they literally turned down money to keep the people of Pima County safe? I think it was a mistake, and I think um, they got caught up in the, in the whirl of you know political excitement or whatever, and, and maybe calmer heads will prevail, but I really think that the broader public would like its elected officials to work together and, when possible, to move the county forward rather than be at, at you know, conflict with each other that stalls things and, and maybe results in litigation or any number of things that are really not very productive. Let's work together. This is obviously public safety related to the border is an issue. No one can deny that. National security with relation to the border is an issue. Nobody can deny that. But, darn it, I talk all the time about the human rights issue. And it seems to fall on deaf ears, even by those people who purport to actually care about these folks. And that that uh, that bothers me a great deal. Okay, last one. I want to go back to what you originally said. So this idea about possibly yanking the permit and getting rid of this Aravaca border checkpoint is not the idea of Chuck Huckleberry, the administrator. It was one of the the supervisors that instructed him to do this. Well, what I would believe, now I have not talked to uh, Mr. Huckleberry about this directly, but my belief is that he cannot act autonomously. I don't believe he's doing this on his own volition without some direction from a member of the Board of Supervisors. Um, I don't think he would be inclined to, because as you pointed out, this has been in place for a very long time. Uh, So if he were inclined to do that, he's been the administrator for a long time, he could have done it at any point. So I believe this is being directed by a member of the Board of Supervisors to give direction to Huckleberry. You know, people talk about buying bowling alleys. Chuck Huckleberry cannot buy a bowling alley. The Board of Supervisors buys a bowling yeah, alley. Yeah, but, but, he, but, he, um, but he, he, uh, he tells them, I think this is a good idea, and then they vote on it. We know how it's run. They, he basically tells them what to do. You know Well, it, if that were the case, my friend, he is. told them to approve my grant. He told them several times. Well, then, to then they don't. The Stone so, Garden you know, and then that's what's great because they will literally, uh, you know, listen to him because otherwise they could fire him. They listen to him. You know it. I know it. And here's the thing, uh, Sheriff. So you want to get along with them, but they don't want to get along with you. When is it going to be the time? And I know you're a calm individual, but when is it going to be the time to say enough is enough? 
These people, Elias, Bronson, and Valdez, are crazy and making the people in Pima County not safe. Making them not safe. Uh, you know, when are you going to finally fight, you know, say it's time to fight back against them? We're, we're getting very close. I'm, I'm trying to work some back channels to um, get some reconsideration from them because I think that this grant and uh, border security is fundamentally important to our county. And, and, Garrett, nothing about what my department is doing has changed. Nothing. I just don't have federal funding to do it anymore. That, that's the so thing is that what, what has changed is that you can't have your guys go out to certain areas uh, where they were before. Oh, no, 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 no. I decide, and only I decide, let me be crystal clear about that, where my personnel are deployed, nobody else makes that decision. I thought, that, I thought you were paying and your guys I overtime. I crystal with clear that money. on that. But I thought you were paying your guys overtime for that money. That's why you needed the money. I, I have a, a large budget. Uh, I manage that budget very well. And if this has to be borne on the backs of the taxpayers of this county to do what is right, that's what we'll do. I think it's incredibly unfortunate when the federal government is begging me to take money to do this necessary public safety activity that I may have to make the decision that this is fundamentally important and I have to do it with taxpayer dollars. Does that make any sense at all? No, of course it does not. So basically uh, you're going to still do it, but now it's going to cost directly Pima County taxpayers versus indirectly with federal money. Absolutely. I met with the Border Patrol and Homeland Security, and here's the other thing. If we do not remain what they consider to be a friendly force, they may, and I hope that they would not because I've been a good partner for them, in the future say, Sheriff, you know, over the last 10 years or so, we've given you $6 million in equipment because you were a friendly force. Uh, if you're not going to be a friendly force, we want that $6 million worth of equipment back because we'll do, redistribute it to other people. And that would be... Uh, devastatingly bad to this county. So I think at some point the board of supervisors uh, will wake up and say, look, you've got a reasonable sheriff trying to do a reasonable task here. Uh, let's uh, quit this politics and, and let's move our county forward. Otherwise, I've got to dis decide what my other options are. And I don't like any of the other options, but they're there. And we're, we're getting rapidly close to the point where I'll have to explore those much uh, more detailed. Okay. Sheriff, appreciate the uh, the insight. Maybe we'll see you tonight. If you're, if you're free, we'll see. Thank you. That's uh, Sheriff Mark Napier on KNST. All right. When it comes to finding uh, a mechanic, a trusted mechanic, it is hard to do, which is why I take my vehicle to Amco. Amco, two locations in town, Ina and Thornydale, Golf Links and Cove. They're locally owned, by the way. They're both locally owned by the same Tucson family. You know what I love about Amco? They're honest. Whether it's getting an oil change, whether it's getting my brakes done, whether it's getting a 60,000-mile or 90,000-mile checkup, soon to be 120,000-mile checkup, uh, they're honest with me. And they'll be honest with you. I wouldn't tell you this. Put my name on it if it were the case. My last checkup, 90,000 miles, I had with Amco. They came out to me and said, your car is boring and it's fine. Bye. They could have made some. Other places make something up. Amco does not. Okay? They'll even do financing. They have a special where if there's something big you need for your car, uh, uh, if you're approved, OAC, you could you could finance that. Take up to a year to pay. Up to a year to pay from Amco. So get that honest mechanic you've been looking for. Find the closest Amco by calling 1-800-GO-AMCO. 800-GO-AMCO. Go to amcotucson.com. Double A-MCL.